What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 81 of the Ninja Starship Podcast. I'm your host, Jimmy McKnight, joined as always by my partner in pod, Mr. Will Blattman. I have pizza. I'm very happy. Your mic's off. I can't hear you. <laughs> Ellen, the intern. Not even two minutes in, and you're fucking shit up. <laughs> I'm on seven. He's on seven. Hit seven. There you go. All right, where's all right? You good now? Can you can you hear me? Can you I hear you? Hear yes. Am I there? There you are. I was saying I have pizza. I am good. Good. <laughs> and all the way from across the hall, Eight Bit Waffles Podcast. Brad is in the house. And I'm glad to be here once again. Yes, once again. Today we are going to be talking the CW premiere of Riverdale. We're also going to be talking about the CW return of all of our favorite shows, Supergirl, Flash, Legends of Tomorrow, and Arrow. Uh, We're also going to be talking a little bit about Power Rangers Ninja Steel, if you guys saw my video for that. And we have announcements. We have the biggest of biggest announcements. We finally were approved for a Power Rangers movie discussion panel at Lexington Comic and Toy Con in Lexington, Kentucky on Saturday at 5 p.m. The people have spoken? The people have spoken. spoken. This happened. This literally happened. Thank you, thank you, thank you to everybody that requested us to come out to Lexington. We are coming. We are happy to be there. We are going to give you guys the best panel. All fan theories are on the table. We want to hear everything. This is going to be 100% audience interactive. This isn't just going to be us at the table talking and you guys shut up. No, we want to hear from you guys, too. Uh, That's all I got for announcements. Will, do you got anything? Yes. <laughs> Go ahead, swallow. I'll let you swallow. His Go ahead, chew. Is yeah. do, you, do you have anything, Brad? Oh, right now, no. No, nothing going on in 8-Bit Waffles? Uh, we are planning for some awesome stuff in the future, but as of right now, nothing big to announce. I am too. I'm planning for a lot of awesome stuff in the we, future. We, I want to get laid tonight. That's in the future. I'm planning on that. <laughs> immediate future, hopefully. Immediate future, yes. All right, Will, the mic is yours. So, I don't have the date down, but Defiance Ohio is putting on a convention. Okay. Uh, being held by the Defiance Library. Yes. And my buddy, Adam Ball, OxyZero Design, uh-huh. put him up, designed the poster, and he chose me as the model of the mascot. It looks so, awesome. So, I am the mascot for this You convention. look like Mario 3. Yeah. It's, 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 yeah. It's awesome, dude. I love so, it. So, uh, I believe it's in April. So, we'll probably get more once it gets a little closer. But Okay. Sounds good. Of a convention. I love it, man. <laughs> I love it. All right, we're gonna get uh, we're gonna get into Riverdale as soon as we come back on the Ninja Starship. I know you like Jimmy McKnight. Jimmy McKnight. Yeah. Wow, you should steal that. That should be a Steve song. <laughs> it should be. Twelve, eleven, ten, nine. Ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two. What's up, Ranger fans? This is Steve Cardenas, a.k.a. Rocky the Red Power Ranger. Hey, this is Eugene Clark from George Romero's Land of the Dead. Hey, this is Jason Font from Power Rangers Time Force. Hi, this is Mike Zapsick from AMC's Comic Book Men. And this is Ming Chen, also from AMC's Comic Book Men. You are listening. And you're listening to the Ninja Starship Podcast with Jimmy McKnight. Our favorite podcast. It has begun. Oh, yeah! Woo! I am awesome! You take the red pill, you stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole is. Hey, man, I was trying to 
UFO. I really was, man. Hey, your cousin and I, man, he had a bag full of dope, man. We met all these chicks, went to a massage park, and we went on a spaceship. We're in a weed field, man. We got sucked up by a spaceship, man. It's so full of blood and tits. Like, what more could you want from a low-budget horror movie? Cool. Well, it eliminates all the other things you don't like, like story. So... <laughs> To break it to you losers, but Han Solo's a bitch. That are alive, you are coming with me. I mean, they call me the genetic jackpot for a reason. Right. Not just because of the athleticism, the big muscles, the cool hair, the good looks. I'm also a really, really smart guy. So, you know, always have a plan. The toll package right here. It's your boy Kel Mitchell, and you're listening to the Ninja Starship with Jimmy McKnight. Come on, get on the Starship. It's going down. Yo, McKnight, let's get it. Yeah! No, seriously, I, I do not have a 10-inch penis. No, I do not. Seriously. You were discussing Hulk Hogan's penis. All right. I am the cream, yeah. The cream of the crop! Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? We are back. Riverdale premiered on the CW this Thursday. Uh, this was our uh, our, our long-awaited, uh, uh, I guess, preview of Riverdale, and we've been waiting for this show. We've been hearing lots of things about it, but we we're like, oh, how's, how's it going to go? Because you know, Archie is one of the oldest comics yeah. out there, yeah, and so- it's very like very wholesome and very G-rated. And as it's you know, as it's uh, maintained. This has gone out into other things, like we got the Archie vs. Predator comic. Uh, there's been a couple other crossovers with Archie. Um, but Archie has not been somebody that I've, you know, been reading ever, ever. Like, I, I looked at him and I always thought Archie's a pussy. Like, I'm not into this. This has nothing to do with me. You know, I, I like my comics to be about people that have superpowers and stuff. Um, but this Riverdale show, this Riverdale show kind of really took Archie into another direction. Um Before we really get into what we thought about this, I really want to point out the fact that I thought the cinematography of this show was absolutely fantastic. I loved the way that it looked. I loved the filters that it looked. Will, put your fucking phone away. And I I just, I liked the way that everything, you know, everything had the, the same the same tone to it, which was really sweet. Each scene had that same, kind of like, uh, the, the best way I can describe it really is like how Sleepy Hollow, Sleepy Hollow had that yeah. gray tone with everything. This was sort of like that, but almost had like vibrant colors in some areas. It was like that perfect mix of vibrant and dull, man. It just, I really, I really dug that part of it. Um, as far as the show as a whole, if you love drama, this is your show. So spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> some spoilers. If you love drama, this is your show. It's Dude, just... by the time I was done with this, I needed a shower. I'm yeah. like, I feel so dirty with everything that was happening. Yeah. Like, I was uh... so it's a try hopes. I mean people don't know if you haven't figured it out already. Riverdale is the CW's adaptation, more or less loose adaptation of Archie Comics. Granted, uh, the Archie Comics like Two years ago or so, relaunched itself to be more hip and more the fit more nowadays teens and less the teens of the forties. Mm-hmm. 
But still, like this show, I mean, I had I had really high hopes because you look at iZombie. Yeah. You know, iZombie, the TV show, is nothing like iZombie, the comic. But iZombie, the TV show, is fantastic. Mm-hmm. They took this this basic comic premise, and then they kind of gave it a Veronica Mars twist to it, and they made this awesome iZombie show. And now, you know, they... Um, in the CW, you know, they have the Verantiverse for the Arrow shows, yeah. which are fantastic. Yes, they are. You know, and so then now they took this Archie comic and they kind of just doubled down too hard on their tropes. And it's just, I don't know. As soon as they, spoiler, as soon as they showed that Archie had an affair of his teacher over the summer, I was like, seriously, that's what we're going with? The cliche of he banged the hot music teacher. <laughs> I was just like, once they showed that, I was just kind of like, this is getting too whatever. I did like the relationship between Betty and Veronica. But Archie was like, instead of being like this happy-go-lucky guy, he was like just this super mopey, depressed, I just want to make music. Yeah, mopey, uh, I can only express myself through music. Like in and, it's only if it's, <laughs> and I just want to be with my music teacher who doesn't like me anymore because she really right, likes like, oh, and, it, and it's just it's just music only. Let's meet in the mornings just for music only. Like, dude, your teacher is hotter than fuck. You're just going to meet in the morning and just talk about it when she can barely look at you without slipping off her fucking seat? I'm sorry, dude. That's not how it works. Well, and this whole, like, when he was talking to Veronica, like, of course, they go to a high school party and played Spin the Bottle. Yeah, and Atlanta. That is extremely outdated. I'm sorry. I haven't been to a high school party in a while, but I'm pretty sure Nobody does Spin the Bottle. Anymore, you know? No. like, Like, that's what this show was. Like, it would have... It would make fun of tropes and then would have tropes itself. Like, there's that one line, like, oh, you're the gay best friend. That's so, like, 2000, you know? Oh, yeah. Is it, could that be any more tropier or so yeah. is the gay best? Yeah, yeah. And so they made fun of themselves. I was a little insulted at one point when they were making fun of the movie theater. And they're like, our movie theater doesn't even have assigned seats. You might want to show up early. I was like, that's insulting. <laughs> it doesn't theater, have assigned yeah, seats. You might want to show up early. My theater has, doesn't have assigned seats. It's fine. Dude, I've went to <laughs> theaters almost my entire life without having assigned seats. Yeah, they, Honestly, sure I think to... that's the stupidest shit in the world is assigned seats. The first time I ran into that was when I was working overseas in Kuwait, and I went to a movie theater over there, and like it's very, like— you know, very religious influence. Like you're married couple. If you're a bachelor, you're separated from the yeah. women. Like they, they're, they're very, you know, strict like that. So when you go to buy a ticket, they're like, are you family or are you bachelor? You know? And you're like, I'm a bachelor. Well, they have this whole section for single guys that you can go sit in and watch your movie. <laughs> it's crazy, dude. Yeah. That was the first time I was like assigned seats. And then now I've come back here and some places are doing that. They're like, Oh, pick where you want to sit. Like, no, I want to go in there and figure out where I want to sit. Like, that's an elemental choice. That's not like I can look on a screen and go, I think that would be nice. What if there's some giant son of a bitch with a cowboy hat right in front of me? I'm not saying there's cowboy hats in Detroit, but there could be. And then I'm assigned there's to that seat. I'm cowboy screwed. hats in Michigan. Oh, I, yeah, yeah. But oh, yeah. I, I'm thinking like yeah. the giant tank. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, all right. We'll take bad example. <laughs> Say there's some giant ass Joel Coleman looking motherfucker right in front of me. I am not going to be able to see past that guy. I'm yeah. sorry. That's, that's just not going to happen happen so I, I mean i'm sorry that was just my tangent <laughs> but yeah, i, I just, went off on a side i just seat. thought like all the like stuff and then having like veronica be the daughter of a of a uh guy who's cop in an embezzlement scandal mm-hmm. and then having the history between archie dad and veronica's mom like mm-hmm. it's just like every teen trope that 
they could do. They threw in this one episode. Yeah. And then they had that creepy teen vibe, uh, twin vibe. You know, about the twins, um, I, ca- I want to say I, I, I called that right in the beginning. Uh when it said, oh, they, they went out in the boat and then she was just found all crying and upset. What gave what gave it away, at least to me, was how she acted. Uh, Veronica, the girl from New York. Yeah. Yeah. OK. How she was acting towards her when they were trying out for uh, when Veronica and Betty were trying out for the cheerleading squad, how she kind of went off on her and like anger towards her brother and all this other shit. And I'm like. It's coming out that you have something against your brother, and you're the one that shot him in the head. Well, I, I don't even know that. It was just they, this is I weird. Think like, it is, man. Like I don't trust really, redheads. I'm just saying. It's just that weird. Cre- <laughs> this show's full of redheads. It is. <laughs> it's just that, that weird, creepy. All like, of us have red beards. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say for a moment there. <laughs> it was just that weird, weird, creepy, like twin vibe. Like my brother's my was my soulmate. Oh yeah, and, yeah. And we, um, you know, and like I don't we, need it to be we're incestuous. Spend this year moaning him, and yeah, I'm good. And then on the that. whole like like uh, Betty's sister went crazy. Parts we do to the dead guy, and probably yep. do the, the abusive mother they have. Who's yeah, super abusive. controlling, yeah. and yeah, I'm gonna it's be a, like, t- a cheerleader for me, mom. Well, and then the cheerlead scene where Veronica's like, "Go with me," and they make out for like five seconds to and like. I'm just like this is like everything you can it's, think of. Yeah, it is. It it's is ridiculous. It is. I, 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 you know, I'm gonna give it three episodes. Yeah. I'm gonna give it three. Um, after the first one, like I said, dude, I just felt dirty and I felt like I was a sandwich just spread with drama. Like it, it, it was nothing but. It's every scene was oh, and here's something else, and here's something else, and I can already see where they're gonna go with this, where it's everything tied in with everything else and nothing but problem. And he's talking about who and blah blah. Fuck that, dude. I've got enough TV shows to watch. Well, listen, I don't need to follow that bullshit as well. And it kind of reminded me of Pretty Little Liars a little bit because you have, like, the dead teen. And you're not quite sure who killed him. Yeah. Maybe it was her. And there's all this, like, backdoors drama. It's yeah. Like, I just I wanted a more fun. Like, Archie comics are kind of fun. Dude, it wasn't fun at all. Yeah. It was I, serious and mopey I'd and rather, drama. I'd rather have seen them decide to adapt the afterlife of Archie than yeah. what they chose to do for this show. Yeah. It, 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 and again, this is first episode. You know, I, I'm not going to judge a series on his first episode. Um, but you're right. It, there, there's no there's no fun element to it. The only fun part, honestly, was the gay best friend and Becky in the bedroom checking out Archie. Yeah. Okay. In the mirror. And he's like, oh, he got ripped. That's six more reasons for you to grab the bull by the horns. Well, yeah. That shit made me laugh out loud. And, like, that and, was good. And, like, I'm like, oh, let's have more of this. Let's have more. And then, right. And then but they see, quickly, that was fun. And then they quickly went into, like, Archie being this mopey, depressed teen. Yeah. And I, I don't understand. Banging either. his teacher. Um, there was no high school in the United States where the first day of school is also the first day of football tryouts. They had their first football game by the first week of school. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like right. It's just like tryouts why, are way before. Why yeah. are you having this as like a dub cliche where you're having the cheerleaders and the football team happen on the same day? Yeah, that doesn't happen. Or the fact that the first day of tryouts, his coach is like, "Oh, we want you to be on varsity." Well, I don't know, Brad. What 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 did you think about uh, Riverdale? Honestly, I only managed to catch the very beginning of it before I had to stop and do other things. Okay. So, so it didn't grab it, you enough to put did, off those other things. No, it, it, pretty much I was watching and going, okay, so this is another CW show. Cool, cool. 
You know what? I got some other stuff I got to do. I'll come back to this later. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. I mean, all right. Um, well, let's 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 give our uh, uh, let's just do a one to ten. OK, and oh, fuck that. That's lame. Are we going to keep watching this shit or not? I might circle back when it hits Netflix. Yeah, I have no desire to watch it. Live. Not going to watch the second episode. No, I, I like I said, I might hit when I hit Netflix, like during the summer when there's no real shows going. Right. I might circle back. Brad, uh, I, I'm kind of in the same boat. Well, Netflix already has the rights to the show internationally, mm-hmm. so they're actually premiering the day after the U.S. premiere on uh, Netflix International, so I can see the season coming on Netflix very shortly. Mm-hmm. So, well, it's, I believe the CW has a deal with Netflix where our other shows are going to release like three days after the season Yeah, as ends. soon as the season ends, you, you'll be able to get it. Yeah, so, they're not going to yeah. do that year away. Yeah, we reported on that. Yeah, right. yeah. so, yeah, we should get like I said, now. I'll binge through it then if... The uh, more than 15 minutes I've seen catches my attention. Mm-hmm. But uh, otherwise, I can see myself going through the first episode going, okay, let, let's. That's how yeah. I felt, dude, really. And and I'm going to, like I said, I'm going to give it three. I'm going to give it three. I'm going to see where it goes. If And I'll tell you what, I might not even give it three. If I'm, <laughs> it, it depends on how number two goes. If number two is 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 all right, then maybe I'll give it the third. But if if it's just more of the same lame shit where there's nothing fun about it you know i'm I'm sorry especially when you took from thursday night one of the most fun shows on the cw and replaced it with riverdale which is so far not fun at all um uh, you know yeah it's it is whatever but i i I don't i i think the cw is always and it's gotten gotten better for a while but for a while there it was especially when the two lead shows were Vampire Diaries and Supernatural. Mm-hmm. It kind of had this, we're either going towards the nerd audience that high school girls like, or we're going purely for the high school girl audience. Right. And I feel like... Dude, they've always done that. Even like, when it was UPN 50. Yeah. Charmed, Buffy, Angel, yeah, all of that. And, and like, I feel like Riverdale is leaning more towards the Vampire Diaries mm-hmm. crowd and less towards the Arrow crowd. And mm-hmm. I was hoping that... It would be more the arrow side since it's a comic adaptation. Especially like, I mean, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, I watched that on the CW. I thought that's a fun, fantastic show. Mm-hmm. And it's not I haven't like, watched that yet. It, it's, you probably won't like it because it's a musical show. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> so, but it's fun. It was a YouTube, it was this YouTube comedian who who kind of created this web series that then CW turned into a show. And it's a fun, it's just fun show. And it's not quite like the mold of other CW shows. Mm-hmm. But it's fun, you know, and it's like. I Zombie, my favorite show. I like I Zombie. If it's like yeah. that, I'll give it a shot. I'll but. give it a shot. All right, enough on Riverdale. Moving on. Supergirl came back this week, and it just so happened to be Kevin Smith's Supergirl debut episode. Nice. Supergirl Lives is what it was called. Uh, it featured his daughter, of Ooh. course. Yeah. Um, so if you guys checked out Yoga Hosers, you could see his daughter, uh, Harley Quinn Smith, again in Supergirl Lives. Uh, Will, did you get a chance to watch this? No. no. Fuck. Brad, did you get a chance to watch this? Honestly, I stopped watching Supergirl after season one because it just couldn't get my attention after that. It See, was season just... two is better than season one. Yeah. I, everybody keeps telling me that, but I haven't given it that second chance yet. Yeah, you need to. It, I am, um, but they, they've announced that Kevin Smith's coming back to re- direct another episode. I think he should. And <laughs> the reason I say so is because this episode, uh, dude. This actual episode I thought was far better than any 
of the stuff he's done with the Flash. Gotcha. Really? I really do. I think because you know that there, and I understand, and he's even said this that you know Supergirl and Flash and those things are are a very well oiled machine. They have new directors all the time, yeah. so. You know, it's going to work with a good director or not a good director. Yeah. The show's going to be good. That okay, I get that. Uh, I didn't see that with this. I honestly saw a passion project in this episode. Um, I honestly saw care. Uh, the fact that he put his daughter in it. Yeah, that's some whatever. Okay, that, that's Kevin Smith. That's thing. Kevin Smith. Yeah, I mean, thing. he put Jason Mewes in the Flash. Dude, so. hey, I'm sorry. Yes. If, I'm, if I'm a Hollywood director and I got an aspiring actress daughter. I am a father at first before I'm a director. So well, I'm saying, and, absolutely, sweetheart. Well, and it's, it's smart, too, because him and her have been trying to sell a show. They, they have a show that right now that they're doing together. They're trying to sell. Oh, really? So the more that they can get her on TV and help her acting, mm-hmm. maybe you go up, the, the better it's Hey, dude, I, be I fully, I fully support it. I fully yeah. support it. I don't care if she's not that great of an actress at this point. I really don't care. She will grow into it. I thought she was, I, I thought she was good, too. But I'm, <laughs> that's just what you hear. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'm saying, oh, ooh, she's new. She's new, you know. Um, whoops, sorry. But in the, I mean, altogether, I thought it was I thought it was a fantastic episode. Uh, you really got to deal with a lot of things. Um, when kind of uh, uh, you know, he he he. I don't want to say grow a pair, but he grows a pair. Nice. You know, he uh, he he gets into a situation with the guardian where he gets jacked, dude, like pretty hard, and it shakes him up, shakes him up bad, and he's like, I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to, uh, and he ends up having to go. To outer space, to this planet with a red sun where Supergirl is with no powers and all this other to save uh, Harley Quinn Smith on this planet. Okay, and like, dude, there's there's a lot of stuff that that, you know, the I I don't want to spoil too much of it, but there's a lot of things that these characters really overcome in this one particular episode. A lot of stuff, especially with uh, uh, Agent Danvers and uh, Lady Cop. There's some there's some good stuff that happens nice. there too. So I'm a big fan of that relationship. Yeah, I know you. I love been, I love Lady been, Cop. <laughs> you've been throw that since day one. Yes, like, I, I, think I you've love been Lady Cop. When they were dropping the hints that it might yep. happen, you're like, this must happen. Yes. This must happen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all about it, dude. I love it. Yeah, I I just Kevin Smith cracks me up because obviously, like he 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 has a good relationship with Warner Brothers mm-hmm. and with DC Comics. You know, especially like if you you know reading his book, he talks about when he did cop out and stuff. Like, and it's just like right now, Warner Brothers has two or three movies with no director attached. It's like it's like Kevin, just reach out to them and direct the Flash or direct the Cyborg. You know, like there's these all these Warner Brothers movies right now don't have a director. He should direct them. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Right. That's, if anything, I can see him jumping onto the Flash project. Yeah, exactly. And there's no director attached right now. And he talks about all the time on Batman on Batman how there's like these three moves and no director attached to it. It's like, dude, you know, I get like you didn't want to direct the superhero movie because you don't do action, you right. mainly do dialogue. But he's been doing these CW shows. I think it's so he's getting he's getting like more experience. Yeah, doing. More of this stuff, you know, like I think he could pull, and Yoga Hogan has had some good action scenes in it. It did, it did. And it, it, look, the guy's got some talent, he really does. Okay, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of him, I'm never gonna talk bad about the guy. Um, I think that he's doing fantastic on TV because this is a smaller scale to learn action, to learn those things that he doesn't know how to do so well. Okay, um, but you're right, dude, there was there was good. Cop out. Cop out had action. There, there was some good action was in some Cop big out, regardless scenes. of the Bruce Willis walking 
during a firefight scene. There was some good action yeah, scenes. I mean, in that. like, I, like I just, and I know, like he's talked about the only reason that he directed the first episode of The Flash was because Jason Mewes' girlfriend reached out to them. Oh yeah, yeah. Half, you know, because he didn't want to do it. Like I get, he's kind of like. He's such like he's one of those talented guys who's always like self conscious. Oh, I don't know. Oh, you know? fair. Yeah, yeah. You know he, I mean? he has that, but he also, you know, that's also part of his character too. Yeah, you know, he's charming. He's, he's very self conscious. He's very self deprecating. Um, but he comes off as like I just got this huge heart, and yeah. like you know, even when he was on like Joe Rogan, they're like you know, like they're you're super famous, and he's like, no, I'm not. Joe was like, fuck you, dude. You're cute. Like, yes, you are. Yeah, you're famous. Yeah. I mean, it's just like I just I would love to see him direct one of these Warner Brothers movies. I would too. You I would know. too. I'd I'd like to see him actually get back into a major Hollywood role and start doing stuff like this because that would make it that much cooler when he comes back and does more Flash stuff. If he yeah. if he would continue doing that, oh, well, he, I hope he does because do the too. first episode of the Flash he directed it was yeah, oh it was amazing. amazing yeah. It wasn't very actiony, no, but story wise, yeah. it was the Speed perfect. Force one. Yep. Yes. Yep. Uh, well, speaking of, let's get into the Flash. Well, first. You, well, I can't rate it. You fuckers didn't watch it. The Flash. Let's go into The Flash. <laughs> uh, the Flash, uh, Borrowing Problems from the Future is the episode name. Uh, in this episode, help me out, Will. I'll leave, I'll leave this one to you. I didn't watch this. You didn't watch The Flash? Had, How did you said, not watch The Flash? Dude, we said we're talking CW shows this week, and you didn't watch any of them? Brad, did you watch The Flash? Of course I watched The Flash. Brad, welcome to the show. Let's talk about The Flash. <laughs> so tell me, uh, tell, what, were, what were your thoughts on, on this week's episode? Uh, it, it's a good coming back after the midseason mm-hmm. finale for it because they're kind of leading up to what you saw in the midseason finale with uh, Iris getting captured by... Savitar. Savitar. Yeah. Killed. Killed by Savitar, Killed, yeah. yes. So after that, pretty much they're going, okay, we're going to try and stop this. And I can, they actually gave a date for it too in the episode, May 23rd, 2017, which I haven't had a chance to look up. Me neither. If, this is uh, all news to me. So I'm like wide eyed right now. Yeah. It, it, in the actual episode, they say it. That's the date that it happens because when they're watching the newsreel, it says the date oh, in the corner. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So they have four months. They're actually going by like real timeline dates here in the <laughs> show. So cool, dude. So. I haven't looked up if there's actually an episode on May 23rd or if that's when the series finale no, the is. The series finale is April 24th. Oh, that is such a missed opportunity. Yeah. Yes. Because it falls on a Tuesday, too. I check that much. Uh, yeah, it no, sucks. It's... I was into that. I was like, oh, yeah, let's do this. That'd be that's awesome. Good. Um, what about – all right. Now, we're they, they kind of have this plan that they're going to reset the timeline so that this doesn't happen, but without going back. They're going to he got a glimpse into the future. So instead of going back and changing things, now he has to change things in the present to then change the future that he knows is going to happen. Which the domino analogy they use in the show was, was the awesome. best way to kind of explain that. Yes. in The simplest terms of you remove a couple dominoes. Eventually, the path is going to change a little bit. Yes. And I do like it, this this whole time thing that that's happening with this. You know, I, I love this kind of stuff like. You know, the time travel in a show period is is awesome or movie is awesome. If done um, right. If done right. Uh, I, I I know we have a lot of Whovian listeners, uh, but that's just not something I can get into. Like uh, it, there's 
throw a punch. You know what I mean? Just punch somebody There's one time. Doctor Who. Mm. You're watching the wrong episode. I must be because it's a lot episode. of. Oh no! And I'll, no, I'm, I'm yeah, good. You're watching the wrong episode. <laughs> Say, well, show me one where somebody gets punched in the face, and maybe I'll get into the show. I think the best episode is uh, one of my favorites. It's called Dinosaurs on a Spaceship. And there's some there's some punching in that episode. Dinosaurs on a spaceship. Yep. Uh, is that part of the original series or the no, new? No, no. It, it takes place during the um, um, when the ponds are the companion. Oh, okay. It's just a right. fun little episode. We'll save that for the Doctor Who podcast. <laughs> that sucks uh, because we're talking about the Flash and the, the stuff that I like about this. I do like the timey wimey thing. Okay, I, I like how uh, Doctor Who reference. Yep. I do. I do like how. I do like how you know it's it's you know every every decision every action has a reaction every decision has a consequence and it's every decision has a major consequence in this show. It's very it over, butterfly over. effect. Yes, yes. Um, I, I I can't lie, dude. When I saw Iris get just impaled by Savitar at uh, the mid-season finale, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, no, you cannot kill Iris West. Like, A, I love her. B, please don't do this kind of shit to me. Um, now it, it comes back, and you're right. Now there's the domino stuff that they're doing and and, and this butterfly effect thing that's happening. Uh, where do you think they're going to go as far as what's going to be the main thing that they're going to change to try to to try to subvert this timeline? Well, they've already began. They brought Julian onto the Flash team. Yes. To try and control Killer Frost. Yes. From coming Becoming, out and everything. Yes. So that's one of the dominoes right there. And then the museum closing was the other domino that they're kind of changing, which. Because uh, it happened in front of the museum? No, in the oh, timeline. In that park. Yeah. The uh, museum closed. That was one of the news headlines. Is the museum. For uh, Star Labs yeah. that uh, H.R. Wells is creating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, it closed yeah. down. Right, right. So they were trying to push it continuing open. That's where Cisco brought in the and school. And that's why they and had the, right. At okay. the end and everything okay. like that. He fixed the hologram. But nobody and, was showing up. And, right. Right. Now I remember. Okay. So right there's two of them right there. But out of all of the kind of events that are on that ticker, mm-hmm. uh, the gorilla one. The gorillas attacking the city. So we're going to see the return of Gorilla Grodd. I can't wait for oh, that. Oh, that's going to be amazing. Yes. I thought everything they did with Grodd so he's far has such, been. In, in the comics, he's such a great villain for Flash. Oh, oh he is. Yeah. Oh, Even in the villain. show, they did him very well. He... We saw Gorilla City, bitch. Yes. That was the best. Are you serious? Yeah. When that season uh, two ended and they were like, oh, yeah, there's no more Earth 2 stuff. I was like, no. Yeah. You, you <laughs> threw Rod in there. No. <laughs> what are you doing? And then when season three started and uh, I think it was like the second or third episode, uh, Wells came back from Earth 2. I was like, yes. Mm-hmm. Thank you. And we got people, uh, it looked like in the uh, preview for the this week's episode, someone is from Earth 2 looking for... Uh, yes. Or no, no, he's not from Earth 2. He's uh, Earth... Uh, fuck. Not 37 either. So many Earths. It's one of them Earths. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but somebody from that Harrison Wells Earth is here looking coming back for him. For him. Yeah, yes. yeah, they're looking for him. That could change some things too. Which that could even be his assistant. We have no idea yeah, who this no person idea. is. You're right. You're right. I, yeah. we, we just immediately assume it's bad. But right. it could just be like, Harry, how you doing? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, hey, you left your glasses. Yeah, you sorry. <laughs> I, I interdimensionally traveled to bring you these. Yeah. I just want you to yeah. know how hard it was. Yeah. You forgot <laughs> your favorite writing pen. I know that you love <laughs> using this one. All right. Uh, moving on. 
Legends of Tomorrow takes its new time slot right after The Flash on Tuesday nights to make room for the ever-depressing Riverdale on Thursday. Uh, I, I think, though, I'm... It- I think it's a good move for Legends of Tomorrow. I do too. Because more people all, watch. Oh, yeah, all, all the shows, the ratings have always kind of been the lowest. Mm-hmm. And they're one of the funnest shows. It is, especially oh. this last. Did you, hold on. Did you watch this? No. Ah! This was the coolest one so I far. I lost. I don't, I can't watch it because I lost. It's not a Oh, yeah, anymore. you're right. So I have a hard time watching it. So it's. I'm hoping to get a uh, fire stick soon that will have the new CW app so I can start watching it regularly. All right. Well, we're going to spoil this because I'm going to make you feel bad for oh, I read, this. Oh, I, I read all the reviews. Oh, all right, I know all what's right. going on. Uh, DC's Legends of Tomorrow Raiders of the Lost Art episode. Um, <laughs> dude. Such a great title. <laughs> it was such a great title. And like, just from the title, I'm like, they're not going to do no Indiana Jones thing with this. I'm like, I'm like wondering like what's going on. They brought George Lucas into the mix and it was the coolest way to do this. And this is why I'm saying like, this is a show that's fun. This was fun in every way. And even though there has some times in it where you're like, Oh my God, something bad's going to happen. Or what's this or what's this? It's fucking fun. At the bottom line, like this dude, this whole part, like Ray Palmer, and, uh, oh, God, what's his name? Uh, uh, Steel. Steel, yes. Ray Palmer and Steel just become completely useless because George, George Lucas, Lucas gets scared <laughs> in a firefight between Damien Dark uh, and uh, uh, da, 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 da. Malcolm. No, not yeah, Malcolm, but um, fuck. He was the cat Rip. Oh, oh yes. Hunter? Yeah, Rip Hunter. Okay, they're, they're firing at this guy, and George Lucas gets fired freaked out dude and he's like no movies we're dying for it ah, takes off and changes majors and everything because of this instance in timeline Ray Palmer and Steele become completely useless because in order to do their jobs Palmer was uh, inspired by Star Wars and Steele was inspired by Raiders of the Lost Ark both George Lucas films yes. this was so fun and funny I'm the whole time I was into this dude I loved this episode absolute favorite favorite Legends of Tomorrow episode to date. Uh, best reference in the entire episode is near the end when they're sitting down, we're going to watch some George Lucas movies. What about this Howard the Duck? No! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, no! No Howard the Duck! Yeah, dude, it was, there's there's so many good things in this show. I, 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 this is becoming one of my favorites, honestly. Like, Flash is still my favorite, but Legends, man, it's almost taken that spot. If they keep doing fun stuff like they did on this last episode, yeah, I'm sorry, man. I might have to give it the trophy instead of the flash. I mean, so I think one of the very first episodes I was ever on the Starship. We have a caller? Oh, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Give it a caller. Caller, go ahead. You're on the Ninja Starship. Yeah, I like to order two strippers and about a pound of blow. Two strippers uh, and about a pound do, of blow. Do you, want the, do you want the guys or girls, sir? Yeah, we got we got guy Coke and girl Coke. It just depends. Uh, can we get one of both? Can you want them both? This is Norm. Yeah, it's Norm. You motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what up, guys? How you doing, buddy? What's up, Norm? All right. What are we talking? Flash? Uh, no, no, no. We're way past that. We just, yeah, we just finished Legends of Tomorrow. We're about to get into Arrow. That was a good fucking legend, man. Yes, yeah, it, was. it was. Yes, it was. Uh, I like that George Lucas. I wonder how he felt about it. I don't know. I haven't. Uh, I didn't. I didn't find anything that he had. Uh, 
where he said anything about it, but probably doesn't even know about it. Oh, he knows. <laughs> he knows. He probably knows about it and doesn't want to say anything. Yeah, yet. that or doesn't care. He's like, yeah, yeah he probably doesn't know what the same thing. It probably happened in real life. Like, <laughs> <laughs> they found out. <laughs> How'd they know? Right on. Uh, well, it's not because it's so true. Because I mean, literally, those movies have affected so many different people to make them who they are today. Even oh, us. yeah, dude, yeah, it's true. And and what was so cool about that episode too is it really paid tribute to that because and it yeah. even said that like so many people are going to be influenced by the movies you make. Like you have to do this, you know. And and yeah. it's so true, man. I mean, honestly, think about it. how many people do you know, and even us were inspired to do things. Just because of Star Wars and or Indiana Jones, exactly. especially as a kid. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Are you yeah. telling me that after you saw Indiana Jones as a kid, you didn't immediately run out into your backyard or wherever and try to find shit? <laughs> I mean, uh, it, yeah. it, it went hand in hand. Oh, yeah. So, uh, well, oh, since we yeah. got you on the phone, Norm, um, I don't want to backtrack at all, but I want to I wanna uh, ask you about Arrow, since uh, that's what we're getting into next, this, uh, this Arrow episode. Oh. It's called, I mean, I love to see my girl. I was so happy. To see I her. was yeah. so happy too. Katie Cassidy coming back as Black Siren. Um, she, dude, I I love her as a baddie. I love her so much more as as as, as a as a villain. Versus she is a much better as a villain. Much better as well, a villain, and just for some reason, ten times hotter. I don't know <laughs> why, but I'm like that nose Jimmy ring and that. Yes, such fancy. Same with Felicity, though. Yeah, like when Felicity was all uh, when Felicity got all meddled out for when she was showing her college days. It was like, yeah. oh yeah. my Goff, god, Goff, Emily Beck Richards, yeah. holy oh. shit! Yes, <laughs> that was like, damn, girl. Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, what I mean, what 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 did you think about this, Norm? I mean, uh, you know, Black Siren comes back and Prometheus just kind of slaps her and puts her in her place. I mean, grabs her right? by the throat and he's like, "No, Can we like." Talk about how he got her out because she was in Star Labs, correct? Yes, yeah, she was yeah. at Star Labs. Yes. Yeah. How, what the fuck is wrong with their security? <laughs> It's Prometheus, man. It's Prometheus. Yeah, you're right. How did they not know all of a sudden? They already know. It's like they have to feed the prisoners. So at what point did you not know that Black Siren was listening? Like, hello? Somebody picked up the phone. They don't feed them? You think they don't feed them? (laughs) Yeah, there's no toilets in there. Where they show them feeding them, uh, what is it, uh, what's the, Fat Burger? Whatever. Yeah, he brought brought him Fat Burger. That's right. That was him yeah, trying to interrogate the guy. Down to their cells to eat, you know, for dinner every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah, behind yeah. the scenes special in the class, but yeah. Yeah, it crazy. It was crazy that he just broke her out like that, and you know. But yeah, he was badass. The way he just put her in her place. Yeah, and I mean, I'm excited for next episode. I am too, man. I'm very excited for next episode. I think uh, that girl looks like a badass. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. All right, Norm, thank you very much for calling in, man. Uh, we're going to take guys, a man. break. Have a good show. Hell yeah, you too, man. Uh, hey, uh, I ho- hope you're, uh, Norm isn't here today because uh, he's pulling daddy duty. Uh, his poor baby is a little bit sick, so we send all the best wishes to you and your family. I hope your baby gets better, man, and we miss you, and we'll see you next week. Start with strawberries. You might work your way up to these... Goddamn bananas! The Macho Man Randy Savage is better than the best! Ooh, yeah! Do you have the one where word burglar raps about comic books? 
Now, I, I know he, I know that happens on a lot of them. And we are back. As I mentioned before, one of our special guests this week in studio is Brad from the 8-Bit Waffles podcast. You were on, uh, I believe, week before last, and we didn't really get a chance to dive into too much about what 8-Bit Waffles is, um, which I want to do now because you are a network brother. You're on Podcast Detroit. So tell me, what is 8-Bit Waffles all about? Well, 8-Bit Waffles is pretty much the news source for our opinions on video games, movies, geek culture, pretty much everything that's going on. Mm -hmm. So, like, for example, today we're going to be talking about the CW shows on our podcast and we have a couple people that are huge DC fans, so we're going to actually be going into the comic books to the TV oh, show cool. yeah, very cool. and everything like that. I know, personally for me, I'm the Marvel side, so whenever we're doing stuff on Marvel, yes. you know, I'm in-depth with all that stuff. And we have our other guys that are doing that for DC that right. we're looking forward to today. That's awesome. And so we like taking everything that we can and kind of being able to push it all together. So we can look at uh, video games of the past, how they're going for video games now. We'll mm -hmm. look at you know what we wish were in the series or what uh, could happen in the future based on the comics or what's going on. So we love discussing that kind of stuff. We're all nerds. This is our livelihood pretty much. So we pretty much got together. We already talked about this stuff all the time mm -hmm. offline. That's awesome. So – we pretty much just put a mic in front of us and we continue <laughs> and that conversation. Hell yeah. So, I mean, what what, uh, what what do you prefer? Are you more of a PC gamer? Are you more of a console gamer? Uh, what, what what do you consider yourself? Are you both? I, I'm a little bit of both. I, I used to be a very hardcore PC gamer yeah. until uh, eventually it just got so expensive trying to keep up with that because mm -hmm. every year you have a new CPU, you have a new graphics card. Yep. And you're looking at $200 for a CPU and at least 600 for the latest graphics card. And while you don't have to upgrade every year, even on a three, you know, every three-year basis of upgrading, that gets costly very yeah, quickly. absolutely. And fast because everything's oh, upgrading yeah. so quick all the time. Like there was that show where the guy – I can't remember uh, the exact show – but the guy goes and buys, like, the computer 9000 and gets in his car. And by the time he's, like, almost home, he hears the uh, the the ad on the on the radio. The computer 10000 now available. So he turns around and go gets that one, and he keeps doing that shit over and over. It's a cartoon. But it's so true, man. Everything is yeah. updating so fast. Um, I'm, I find myself I'm, – I'm definitely more of a of a console gamer. I'm, I'm, I'm PlayStation 4 all the way. Uh, so the good console. Yes, the good console. Dragonzord187 if you guys want to find me on there. Um, but I, I, you know, I, I play, I do play PC. Um, I, I play League of Legends. That's, that's really all I do on PC. Uh, so I, I started with games. Diablo. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, I did start with, uh, I started doing Diablo and stuff like that on, on, on PC, but I was just always more of a console gamer just because like whenever I went over to my friends, that's what we were playing. We were playing consoles. We weren't sitting on the computer, you know, a, a, a PC game is very, is very one-on-one, -on -one, you know, with you and the computer versus everybody on that computer. Um, where you're in a room, at least in my experience, where you, if you're in a room with your buddies, you know, playing on a console, something happens. I mean, you guys can get in a fight right in the living room. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? And, and that's the fun part about it. Doing so. couch co-op <laughs> with Mario Kart 64 is some of my best yes. memories as a kid. Yes. Because you'd be able to literally go, dude, what the hell did you just do that for? Yep. And you'd, you'd literally be able to knock them over with the controller. Yep. Uh, the better best part was unplugging their controller right before they could win. Yeah. Oh, dude, I I I, I used to play Mortal Kombat with my cousins, and they were way older than me. So if I started to win, I'd get like 
controllers to the head and everything. <laughs> you know, the good stuff to let them know they love you. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, how can you tell somebody you hate them without telling you them that you hate them? Besides giving them the Mad Cats controller, you know, Absolutely. that has the one button that doesn't work and it's all weirdly shaped, and they're like, "I don't even know how to hold this." <laughs> so, uh, what 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 are some of the what are what are some of the games that you guys are 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 really um, anticipating coming out this year? Uh, a big one is Ukulele is Ukulele, one that, that? Uh, I'm looking forward to, which is the team uh, from Rare Soft back in the Nintendo 64 days. The people that made uh, 007, GoldenEye, uh, Banjo-Kazooie, Conkers, Bad Fur Day, they pretty much dissolved away from Rare, which is now owned by Microsoft, and made their own company. Mm -hmm. And they're starting off with this new game called Ukulele. It's an indie title because they're a new company, but it, it looks like it's going to be like the high AAA title status that you're coming to expect from that team. Right on. And I'm dude. looking forward to that. And then we also have... Uh, the uh, Zero Horizon coming up, the kind of uh, mechs with, uh, like, tribal Indians versus mechs kind of game. What? Oh, you had to look it Dude, up. Dude, anything with mechs, I'm in. <laughs> oh, yeah, like, I'm all in. the animals are mechanical. So yes. you see these, like, mech uh, giraffes and stuff like that, and you don't have technology. You're running around trying to capture them using bows and arrows, oh. you know, sticks and stones and... That oh, sounds awesome. It, it looks so fun. I can't wait. It's going to be a PS4 exclusive, too. Hells yes. Whatever happened to that, uh, it was a PlayStation 4 exclusive game. It was uh, Detroit. It was called Detroit or something. It, that one's still coming out. Is that uh, still coming out? Yeah. That's it's like the, the AI game that from, looks like Jennifer uh, Lawrence. Yeah, it's yeah. coming from the studio that brought us Heavy Rain. Okay. Yeah, so okay. it's going to be a very story-driven thing. And that's still coming out. It's still coming out. Oh, okay, good. Because that, I saw still coming. that a while ago, and I was like, dude, when is this game? And it just seemed to disappear for a while. Yeah, that's one of the games that was kind of announced in like a group of titles, like the Spider-Man game yeah. coming from Insomniac, that they're like, they're coming. Yeah. We don't have any more details for you yet, right, but, but they're, they're coming. They're coming. Right oh, on. yeah. Very cool. Um, well, where can people, uh, when can people hear more of your show? When When is it on? Well, we're live 8 p.m. to 9 p.m. every Sunday on the podcast, Detroit Studio 2. Ooh. And then we also have our Facebook page where we post all the podcasts up once they're up online. So Kick ass, man. Uh, let's get into Voltron. Will had to leave yes. the room because, as you know, everybody, Will loves pizza. Uh, he is the expert of, of pizza and was requested by another podcast across the hall to do a taste testing, an official Taste oh, testing. It was delicious. Was it? Yeah. It what was, kind of uh, pizza was it? It's called Paisai. Paisai? Yeah, I guess it's out by, I think they said Wednesday. Uh -huh. uh, so PaisaiPizza.com. And it was a, literally this pizza was a pizza version of an Italian sub. Oh. It was, the crust was phenomenal. And then instead of having marinara sauce, olive oil. Oh. And it was salami. Um, bologna was on or something. Yeah. Then they had lettuce, which I normally hate lettuce. So this but was good. This was yeah. good. And it's called like, pie side? Pie side, man. Yeah. It's ama fresh tomatoes on it. It was well, delicious. That's going to be a good segue because pie side rhymes with sci-fi, which is what Voltron is. And let's yes. get into some Voltron. <laughs> uh, oh. Voltron season two out on Netflix. Uh, this is the one where you can give me shit because I only got to watch about three episodes. And it was so damn good. <laughs> it is. It, it is. I'll give you that. It really, really is. Um, I was a huge fan of, of season one. Yeah. And uh, this is just a, a continuation of that and better. Like yeah, I, it, I, it, I, Go ahead. Sorry. No, it was like season one was like building the characters yep. and kind of establishing the 
Voltron Paladins. Right. And season two is building the universe. Yes. Like we got to see so many more worlds in the universe and learn so much more about the um the actual characters too. Man. Well, about the culture of the I can't even think of the guy's name now. The uh the big bad uh, people. Oh, in in Voltron? Yeah. Oh man. My review you watched was so it. my review is so great that I forgot the name of the uh, Yeah, your review is kicking ass. Yeah. But That's the best like, part about doing a podcast live when you're like, hold on, I know the name, I know the name, well, I know the name. Especially when you're talking about, like, you know, Voltron, it's all foreign, made-up alien words, which is, that's one thing I love, too, is that they've completely, the Paladins have completely embraced the, uh, using, like, their words for time and stuff. It's so funny. So instead of saying, like, oh, it'll be, like, five minutes, they say, like, oh, it's five, like, some weird thing. It's so, it's just, it's great. I'm glad you liked it so much. <laughs> <laughs> what are what were some of the, uh, the the things that really stuck out to you? Because I know, like I know, when we talked before, you were saying you really connected with Hunk because he was like yeah. the bigger character. Oh, I, well, and, like, I like you can actually like cosplay he's as this guy. So funny, he I, is fun. He sounds I, like Dirk Manning. He, well, it, it's um, <laughs> oh, what's his name? It's the guy from Till, uh, Dale and Tucker. Against, Must die. Yeah, no, Dale and Tucker against evil or whatever. Oh, I don't know. I didn't watch that shit. Oh, dude, it's such a good movie. All right, so uh, your review sucked. You can't remember names. <laughs> yes. That's basically the story of my life. Um, hold on. Let me get the... But it's... Just, I mean, and it's like... So, you know, Keith, the Red Ranger, who's yeah. kind of like the... Uh, Red Paladin. Who's Red Paladin. Like the um, the kind of like bad boy with the weird past. Mm-hmm. You know, he's voiced by... Uh, Steven Yoon. Yoon from Walking Dead, yep. which is great. I mean, the voice cast of this is just great. So it's Ty... Ty Laburn is... So he's the guy who does um that Hulu show. Yeah. About smoking weed, what's it called? <laughs> I don't know. I just watched that one show on uh, Vice, Weed Kit. Oh, nice. Yeah. No? Deadbeat, that's what it's called. Okay. Yeah, he's a guy from Deadbeat. I mean, he's great. Like, he's he's your typical, like, comedian, slightly mm-hmm. heavy set guy. Um, Zarkon is the guy who's the big bad. Yeah, in and so the, the species he is. Like, he, they kind of built more into that and their culture, which is sweet. Mm-hmm. I, uh, again, like, just as far as a a technical aspect of this, um, I really think that the animation in this is is fantastic, Mm -hmm. just like it was in season one. I really like how they continue to have the anime influence in the animation. Um, I think that's a, that's a giant throwback and it's so needed for, for the actual series and for people from that love the original series to really connect with this. Um, there's a lot of original uh, 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 shots from the original series that are still in season two that they did in season one. Um, they're really continuing something good. And what I've noticed is that this season, season one did something very, very well because season two has taken off so big that there are DreamWorks Voltron legendary defender toys Everywhere. in all of the stores. Now, I mean, you have in target right now at target, where there's the giant Power Rangers display and all of the Power Rangers exclusive and everything for the movie, right next to it is Voltron, Legendary Defender yeah. stuff. I mean, it's right there. And yeah, they're they're really close. All right. Same stuff, same, same, same genre. But it's it Power Rangers is much bigger than Voltron, especially right now. But the news is going. You see what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like the buzz is is picking up for this. Big time. Big time. Well, especially, too, like, Voltron's on Netflix, which means you get the whole series at once. And you can just keep watching. You know, and, and it's and it's kind of one of those shows where it's like, yeah, a 
seven year old can watch it and love it. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, I'm 31. I watched it and loved it. Right. And there's so many, like, there's layered jokes and stuff, everything. And some of the, the characters are just like, it goes, every episode will have a serious moment and have a great funny moment. Mm-hmm. And it's just some of the stuff so ridiculous. It is. It like, is. My favorite episode was it's called, it's literally called Space Mall. Mm-hmm. And they literally go to a space mall. It's just this fun, weird episode where they're at this mall and there's all this you know quirky stuff happens. Hunk starts becoming like a chef. Like I was gonna say, like there has to be a food. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. (laughs) He becomes like a chef guy. Um, Two of the guys find a store that specializes in selling stuff from Earth. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's good shit. It's so funny. It's just like it's just a ridiculous. I'm gonna have to get there, man. I'm I'm only uh, I'm I'm gonna be starting episode four uh, tonight after the Rumble. Yeah, I mean, I remember watching Voltron when I was a younger kid. But yeah. I would never say, like, I'm a huge Voltron fan. But now it's like... No, no now it's quite different. I'm, yeah, like, yeah. I I was into Voltron when I was a kid, man. But I'm sorry it wasn't like it is now. Like, now they've, they've, they've made it for, for us and for yeah. a new generation. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, it speaks to both audiences. And when you have a franchise that can do that, that includes longevity with, yeah. the, with the franchise. Cool. Cool. Uh, so you're going to give uh, your rating on this is... Watch it. Watch it. Yeah, I'm also probably going to go to the store and buy all the Voltron lions. <laughs> I mean, definitely, yeah. definitely the yellow and the green lion. Yeah. And I know my brother wants the red lion, so yep. might as well buy the other two on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Brad? Did you get a chance to watch it? Not season two, no? but uh, based on what you guys are see- saying, yeah. I definitely got to check it out. You do? You like you watch season one? Oh, of course. And yeah. I loved it. Yeah. Absolutely loved it. It was the best way to kind of bring the series back from uh, pretty much... Nowhere. Nowhere, exactly. It, it literally was a dead series until Netflix picked it up. So to see, you know, stuff already showing up in stores at Target and stuff like that for the series, yeah. that's a huge plus. Oh, it is. It's a big It's a big plus. I, I, dude, I love the fact that there's merch there now, you know, because now I can make my Megazords and my Voltron fight. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Even though my Megazord toy is a little bit bigger than my... Well, we kind of talked about this last episode with, uh, I can't think of his name now. Josh Wentworth. Yes. Wentzilla Reboot. Yeah, shout out to him. Admin to Power Rangers 365. What up? <laughs> shout out. When Jimmy does a uh, show every Saturday, recapping in Yes, every Saturday on Power Rangers 365 on Facebook. You can catch me doing a live recap video right after Power Rangers Ninja Steel. We've done two so far. Third one is this Saturday. It, it Literally, the show ends at 1230 Eastern Time. I'm live two, three minutes after, ready to talk and get the conversation started. But yeah, I mean, we kind of talked last week how, like, the toy market isn't really for kids anymore. No, so, it's for you know, older I mean, kids that have money. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, just, in, in, you know, there's so many, like, toy companies not putting out as many action figures, especially for newer stuff. Yeah. You know, so the fact to see that they have such a huge launch of Voltron stuff coming off of Season 1 and going into Season 2. It's pretty Especially awesome. for a show that... Again, you can watch the whole series in one day. Right. So We're going to take a break. Uh, when we come back, we're going to be talking the Royal Rumble, which actually starts in an hour, right? Yep, one hour. One hour. So, again, when we pre-show. come back, we are the official WWE pre-show for the Royal Rumble. When we come back with more on the Ninja Starship. This stuff will make you a goddamn sexual tyrannosaurus. Just like me. Scrap this on your sore ass plane. (laughs) 
And we are back. Let's get into some news. news this week in the fucking news the juggalos are marching on washington ladies and gentlemen how many did it say we're uh we're, we're showing up um trying to do like some ten thousand juggalo march or something yeah they're trying to do as many like they're trying encouraging everyone it, it, all the juggalos this well, is a nationwide uh, juggalo call right yeah it's, it's, it's interesting too because it's <laughs> I mean, they're doing it for multiple reasons, but one of the main reasons they're doing it is that they're tired of the FBI classifying them as a gang. Yes, they um, they they're they're classified as a gang by the FBI. This has been something that's been going around for about, a while, like four or five years ago. They it's it's so funny too, though, because it's like it's almost like a badge of honor. I mean, you're on the same list as like the Hell's Angels, right? You know? and you're just a group, and you. But yeah, they're they're just saying that. Like, I have a friend who's a social worker, yeah, and she had to like sit through like. You know, state mandated gang training, and they had to sit through a five minute lecture on juggalos because that's insane. Because it's because they're on the FBI gang list, right? You know, as a social worker, she has to learn about all these different gangs. So when she encounters a kid who might be going into a gang, she knows how to like help them not be in the gang. And it's like, it's not a gang, it's not a gang, it's not a gang (laughs) at all, it's a movement of people. It's, it's literally just, it's fans, really passionate fans who. Embrace their their counterculture. So, are you going to tell me that everybody that dresses up as a Jedi at Comic Con is in a gang? Exactly, they're in the Star Wars gang. Yeah, I would love. They're going to spray you with fucking blue milk (laughs) instead of Fago. Get out of here! What it is is just a passionate fan base. It is. If they're a gang, then. We're a gang because we're nerds, and Dude, nerds are a yeah. passionate fan base. Listen, I've got no problem with Juggalos whatsoever. A, I was an ICP fan when I was in high school. I still like ICP. I don't have a problem with them. Uh, B, I've met a lot of really cool Juggalos. A lot of really, really cool ones. A lot of really nut ones, but a lot of really cool ones at the same time. Well, especially- and they're huge professional wrestling fans. Yeah, they have their own, own, promotion. own promotion. And the gathering every year is some of the greatest cards and wrestling, yes, they have. They literally just have dream matches every right. year, and know? then they do Hollow Wicked, you yeah. know. And then Hollow Wicked has awesome show, and it's like, dude, everybody that goes to one of these shows, I never hear about anything bad ever happening yeah. at them. I hear people coming back like it was such a good time, like it, it was positive energy. Like, yeah, there's some destruction and shit that happens, but that happens at every single concert, man. That happens at Slipknot, that happens at Slipknot. <laughs> right, know? dude? I bet it would happen at the Wiggles. Yeah. Okay. I'm just saying, you get them high toity parents up in there. You know, one kid kicks the other kid down the hill. Next thing, drunk dad's fighting older drunk dad. It happens. I bet you there's more deaths for that Wiggle concert than, <laughs> than ICP concert. Because you yes. know, there's some dad that's just like, I can't take this shit anymore. Right. I can't handle this. I can't handle this. I'm done with the Wiggles. Well, I mean, like, like we live in Detroit. Detroit's ground zero for this. Yeah. Never had an issue. Not once. Never. I have never heard of, oh, the Juggalos struck again, or the Juggalos did this, or there was a, rob- a robbery perpetrated by Juggalos. Exactly. You never hear anything about that. The only thing you hear about Juggalos is, up oh, some fago got squirted on some people, some people were having a good time, or uh, they're at the ICP show itself. Yeah. That's they- it. 
They they do share that what's her name because she was awful on stage. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you were awful. That, that's it. You know what I mean? Like like that's it. You know, it's it's ridiculous. Yeah, I don't know, I, man. I could see the decision for that one being they dress up like clowns. I don't like clowns. I don't They're like clowns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy at the FBI has 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 clown phobia or whatever yeah, it's called, it, and he's like, mm, nope. Nope, put them on the gang list. I don't, I don't want Did them guys. Did you guys ever see the Workaholics episode where they go to the gathering? Yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> that episode was fantastic. And it really, it, it made fun of, but also showed you what they are. You know what I mean? There's just a group of people who enjoy what they do. Right. What else do we got for news? Anything special? Um. So I I thought this was funny. Uh, Josh Gad, who is Olaf and Frozen and some countless other stuff, is currently working on a movie with um, Daisy Ridley or Riley or the uh, Ridley from Star Wars. Yeah, no, um, from yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Ray from Star Wars. Yeah, I'm going crazy. <laughs> what other Daisy? I'm Ridley? like, yeah, what other Daisy Ridley? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, so they're working on a movie together. And there's a video he posts on his Instagram where he's like. Um, Asked her to come to the dressing room so they can rehearse lines. Right. And he's just like. Grilling her. I, I, um, <laughs> I, I, so I have this really important question about today's lines. It's helped me get in character. So for today's scene, we're about to film. Um, so who is the last Jedi? <laughs> <laughs> and she's like wearing like a, you know, she's like wearing like a robe and, right. and stuff. Like you can tell like she's in like, makeup. She was in makeup, yeah. you know. And she's just like, I can't tell you that. And he's like, well, I'll confirm to you that Olaf's in Frozen 2. Like. <laughs> <laughs> he's like throwing her like these softball, like, like you know, like trying to get confirmation from her. I heard that Josh Gad was actually writing a movie about Gorgeous George for WWE. That wouldn't surprise me. I read that, and I, I haven't heard anything since, so he's, I don't know if it's if it's gone down. But this was right around the time that uh, his show with Billy Crystal went went away. That 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 show was. Fantastic. Dude, it had to be. With I both of those, get out of here, dude. If it has Billy Crystal in it, there's no way it's going to be he's, bad. Yeah, I've been a fan of him because he was. So the first show that um, Kelsey Grammer did after mm-hmm. Frasier, um, Josh Gad played, was was on that show. Oh, really? Like, as a supporting character. And so I've been a fan of him since then. And he had that show that was short-lived, um, 1800 Pen or whatever, about mm-hmm. being the president's son. Um, he's... I mean, he's not at all. He's he's a great actor, and he's also, you know, and he also writes and does some funny stuff. Like I've been a fan of him for a while, so I wouldn't be surprised if he's doing something for WB. Yeah, he did the uh, the musical um, uh, Book of Mormon too. Yeah, he was in that. Yeah, the original uh, the original run of it. I like Josh Gad. Good guy. Uh, we got anything else for news? If not, I'm getting into Power Rangers. Um, I thought there was something else. Oh yeah, Terminator. Oh, yeah, yeah. James, James Cameron. Cameron has got the rights to Terminator again. Finally. Oh, goodness. Finally. Um, now we'll get some good Terminator movies. Yeah, we are we are big Terminator fans in the show. Dude, <laughs> yeah. T2 is still my favorite, man. And, like, listen, man, there was, there was even stuff I liked about Genesis. There was a lot I didn't, but there was a lot that I did. I love Genesis. I just I liked seeing Arnold come. Why, you want to know why? They took away the whole love story, man. They, between Kyle Reese and Sarah Connor, they ripped that part out of there. Completely, that that was part of what oh. really drew you in, especially but, in the first but, but one. They, 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 it was still there. Mm. It, it, it was still at the end. I don't know. I love the mother. Okay, Jagged, if so you were I'm trying not... to tell a love story <laughs> and then 
showed up with just like a five-second clip of the money shot on some girl's face. That's what they did to the love story in Terminator Genesis to the Sarah Connor and Kyle Reese. They took a beautiful Princess Bride story and played a five-second clip of Asa Akira getting a nut shot on her fucking face. That's what they did to it. They destroyed the love story. I mean, it was, it was one of those things where it's just, it's so interesting because it's like, well, what if she was actually raised by the Terminator in her life? Which I thought that was kind of cool. It, it has that whole mind like thing paradox. Calling but yeah, pops. So Cameron, James Cameron has the rights back um, in, tw- in 2019, so in two years. And supposedly the director of Deadpool is on board to help make the film with him. Right on. So, you, I mean, it'd be interesting to see if we're going to get some kind of... Um, new new take on something because that's one thing they've kind of done is like they had the tv show which was kind of a new Sarah Connor. yeah it, it's yeah, always yeah. it's so funny because it's always like terminator and terminator 2 always exist right like you don't get rid of those ever but then it's like <laughs> it's like you either rewrite the ending three the doesn't exist yeah sorry that... we're going to continue <laughs> talk to the hand no keep that shit yeah out of my... so yeah. it's, it's be interesting to see if they're going to just re- completely reboot the series, which they might have to, since Arnold is getting kind of older, um, which I thought's one thing they did right in the in, in Genesis. Is yeah, they, they had a good reason why they had an old Arnold, and they actually did a young Arnold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They so, had that bodybuilder come in, and they they did the uh, digital stuff to yeah. his face. I, th- I loved that, dude. I did. There, like I said, there was parts in this that I really liked. I loved. I love the nostalgic parts of the movie. Like, I love the recreation of the first scene, minus Bill Paxton. And, you know, the it was just, it was stuff like that. It was the little throws. Um, I think what really destroyed Genesis, though, and this has been said over and over, is the trailer gave away the main thing that happened yeah. about John Connor being a Terminator. You're like, why did you show us that? It would have been so much better if you would have left that out. You shit on it. That was like that's like movies back, and we've said this before. It's like movies from like the the seventies and early eighties. Like the previews used to be the whole movie, basically. They'd be like, "Look, this is what happens in the movie. You want to come see this? Why people went? I don't know. There was nothing. There was no well, cliffhangers. Yeah, and that was the one thing too. And like I something I read about it was like there was either the, they either had to reveal that or they had to reveal. Skynet now being a person. Right, with right. Matt Smith playing Skynet, which everyone thought that that was going to happen anyways because Matt Smith, especially at the time this movie came out, still had a lot of big name value to him because he was coming off of Doctor Who. So this was like one of the first big movies he did since Doctor Who. So people were like excited to go see him and he was in none of the trailers. Yeah. Which made people think, oh, he must be the big bad. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. This movie was good. Well- Let's see, man. I, 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 I'm, I'm all for Jim Cameron, dude. There's, there's not too many people Hollywood will just give a shitload of money to and say, here, make this movie work. <laughs> you know, he's one of them. So, well, he's well, become he, such a perfectionist now. Oh yeah, too. dude. And he, it, how many, how many things did he innovate? Right. You know, he's yeah. just like, dude. I'm sorry, man. Like that dude is on George Lucas level as far as like creating shit. As, as you know, we can't do this yet, so we're gonna wait till we have the technology then to do it. You know, and and like he was one of the first people to really kind of get that stuff going and invented a lot of his own stuff, just well, like Lucas did. Oh yeah, he has his Avatar money and he has his Titanic money, so he's just like. I'm going to do whatever I did want. you say Titanic or Satanic? Titanic. Oh, okay. I was like, Jim Cameron worships <laughs> Satan. <Yeah. laughs> Why do you think his movies are so good? Right? <laughs> All right. Uh, let's get into some Power Ranger news. If I can get this thing to fucking load up. And now it's time to visit the juice bar for Power Ranger news. On the Ninja Starship. What the f- Oh, hey. 
It's Morphin Time. Power Rangers Ninja Steel Episode 2 premiered on Nickelodeon this Saturday, or last Saturday. Uh, I did a quick recap video. I'm going to just kind of touch on some of that stuff. Um, did you get a chance to watch this at all? No. No? Okay. Brad? No. All right. The mic is mine, motherfuckers. <laughs> so anyway... Uh, this this episode, I, I'm, I'm not going to go through the whole recap. We kind of did that already. You've seen it. You've heard me. Uh, go back on to Power Rangers 365 on Facebook, and you can catch the whole first part of the interview or the, of the review. Um, the main thing that I really want to point out in this episode is that we got to finally see the whole team together in its first morph sequence. Uh, this is the time that we, we got to see the, 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 the Ninja Steel morph sequence, which was really cool. Um, it, it's, it's a new, a new, uh, Compared to the old style of morphing, you know, things have to adapt. There has to be new effects. It can't just be like, oh, uh, you know, lightning behind us and then boom. You know, it, it, there's there's transformation. There's actual, you know, sweet graphics with this kind of stuff. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm digging it, especially because, like, I didn't watch Dino Charge or Super Dino Charge. This was the seasons that were uh, previous to this. A lot due to the fact that I could not stand the intro song at all. Um, I did watch some episodes, so I didn't. Just completely tune it out. Uh, but I was more, you know, Megaforce and Super Megaforce. I, I loved that. That's what really, really brought me back into Power Rangers. Um, but this new series, man, the, the, the way that they're going with this, with this entire game show Galaxy Warriors aspect to this thing, man, this really adds a lot to this. This adds that running man feel. This adds that that 80s feel to it. it there's 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 a there's running man there's tron there's there's all these different influences that i pick up in this because you have this you have this big bad named galvanax who's like the ultimate warrior in the universe okay he is the star of the show galaxy warriors that's held in this thing called the warrior dome and it is the biggest show in the universe except earth don't know about it because we're all dirt and behind the times according to like space people right so what Galvanax does is he sends all of the contestants. This was what happened at the last episode. He sends people that would be battling on the show to fight the Power Rangers. And whoever wins, whoever defeats the Power Rangers becomes a Galaxy Warriors champion. You this, see, what it, this is dope, dude. It this, really is. Reminds me of the X-Men. Fuck you, man. There's literally a whole comic series about this. There's a lot of stuff about this. There's a lot of stuff. No, in a good way, I love it. I mean, it's one of my favorite, like, oddball universe. You know, there's a whole TV station planet that was run by that Mojo guy who has the X Men battle. I like this. I mean, so far, everything I've heard about Ninja Steel, I think I'm going to like it. It's just, again, don't have cable, don't have a way to watch it. So, The, the Zords. The Zords, dude. We got uh, we got a Red Robo Zord. Okay, the Red Rangers is Red Robo Zord. He looks a lot like Vol- uh, Ultraman Jack. A lot like nice. Ultraman Jack. Um, and the way they move, man, the Zords are fast now. They're not so, like, clunky and robotic. Like, they're moving. They move like humans. They're agile. They're fast. Uh, we have a, 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 a blue Dragon Zord instead of... The ever-famous green dragon zord that everybody knows. Now we have a blue dragon zord. Uh, we got the yellow nitro zord. Uh, d- like, this this season, this season itself, from being somebody that's from the past Power Ranger fandom uh, to recently coming back to it, 
and and losing it during Dino Charge and Super Dino Charge to now being pulled back to this. This is something that I I really think is going to be a good season. I really think that Power Ranger fans are going to dig this. Obviously, you're going to have your Power Ranger fans that don't. But as for me and people that I've been talking to, we're very excited about the series and look forward to next week's episode. This is going to be something very cool. And again... Check out the live recap videos on Power Rangers 365 on Facebook immediately following Power Rangers Ninja Steel. We're going to take another break. When we come back, we are definitely going to be talking (laughs) the Royal Rumble that's happening tonight. More when we come back on the Ninja Starship. Game over, man. It's game over. And we are back. It is time to get into some WWE news. I am a certified chief and a bona fide stunt. You're talking to the Rolex wearing, diamond ring wearing, kiss stealing, woo, wheeling, dealing. And you can't teach that. Royal Rumble is tonight. Is actually in the next 40 minutes. It should be on. We have 30 entrants that are coming into the Royal Rumble and over-the-top elimination match. Kevin Owens versus Roman Reigns for the Universal Championship. AJ Styles versus John Cena for the World Championship. Uh, Charlotte Flair versus Bayley for the Women's Championship on Raw. Uh, There is so much happening tonight. This is going to be... I mean, this is the Rumble. This is one of the big four for WWE. I mean... Outside, and in my own personal opinion, outside of the Roman Reigns Kevin Owens match, and even even there's a part of that. The fact that Jericho, I think, you know what? That's why they're selling it because nobody likes Roman Reigns right now. They're selling this match by like, but we're gonna hang Jericho in a cage above the ring. I mean, I'm I'm in for that just because like I love Jericho and I love the thing. I love I love the cage above the ring. I I I love that that whole that whole theme. Um, Will. What is your prediction for the Royal Rumble? The, the main Rumble. The Rumble itself. The Rumble itself. Um, a couple of predictions. Yeah. I think we're going to see Kurt Angle. Um, I think we're going to see... I think, I think Kurt Angle is going to be there, even though he's trying so hard to say he's not going to be there. Yeah. I think we're going to see either Triple H or Seth Rollins in the match. Um, hopefully both. And we're going to see at some point Lesnar Goldberg face off and hopefully double limit each other, causing that to be the WrestleMania match. It's it's such a toss up who's going to win it though because you have you have a, several big names this year. Yep. So anyone can win it. I'm, my dream, my hopes. Please WWE, please Vince <laughs> McMahon, please do this. Have Owens keep the belt. Yes. Have him still be the Universal Championship. Have Chris Jericho. Win the Rumble. Give us Owens, Jericho, at WrestleMania for the belt. Please. Right now, the number one thing on Raw that's great is the Kevin Owens, Chris Jericho, best friends angle. The only thing that's good (laughs) on Raw right now. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it's so sad because, like, the tag division on Raw is decent, but they haven't been doing anything. Having Sheamus and Zaro as a tag team champions, I think, is lame. I, it's been lame. Yeah, it was lame when it started, man. The club needs to win it tonight. Yes, and so the club needs to win the belt so the club can face Enzo and Big Cash. Yes, because that's the that right there is the feud everyone wants to see. One hundred percent, dude. I'm I'm hundred percent down. I, that that's that's the main feud that I want to see. Yeah, because I want to see the Bullet Club versus Enzo and Cass. Enzo and Cass. 
I take that back. Enzo and Cass are the other good thing about Raw, but that's <laughs> well, they haven't been doing much with them. I know it's, that's what I'm saying, dude. Like I don't even. I honestly, I don't even watch Monday Night Raw anymore. I don't. It is so full of shit. And Monday Night Roman always wins. Like I'm good on that. Honestly, dude, I'm good. I don't want anything to do with that. And yes, that was a shout out to JD for Men Wine. Just saying, but dude, I'm sorry. <laughs> Monday Night Raw sucks now, dude. It is horrible. Out of the two shows, SmackDown has taken over big time, and it does far better every single Tuesday than Monday Night Raw does. I'm sorry. I feel it's far better matches. I feel it's far better storyline. I feel it's far better just all-around entertainment than Monday Night Raw. And that's not just my opinion. I'm backed up by a lot of people that can't stand Raw anymore. Yeah, for sure. Um, something else I hope they do tonight, which they probably won't do, but I think it would be amazing if they did, is I think Charlotte Flair should be in the Rumble. Um, I think having her in the Rumble would be awesome. They've been doing a lot of good stuff lately with the women's division, with um, you know, finally giving them a Hell in a Cell match. Yeah. There was a steel cage match. Yeah. They've had some great no DQ matches. Put Charlotte Flair in the Rumble as the women's champion. Mm-hmm. Kind of help bring that procedure a bit more. Plus, she's kind of been their groundbreaking champion. Um, sorry, won the she's belt. A flare, she's, she's a flare, bro. She's a flare. Like, yeah. Help her. They keep building There's up There's legacy whole, in that blood, man. Yeah, they keep trying to build up this whole, like, her living, surpassing her father's legacy. So putting her in the Rumble definitely will help that. That will help. Um, so I, I'm open to see that. If not, I, I'm worried. How many, uh, how, many, how many times has she won the belt already? Three or four. Three or four? I mean, there's literally. So she's got to get up to 16, yeah, right? I mean, there was literally that whole like two months where it was literally she wins at the pay per view, Sasha wins them. Yeah, all back and day. forth, back and, back forth, and yeah. forth. You know what I mean? So, although I am hoping that Bailey wins tonight and wins the belt from her tonight, I'd like um, to see that. I would like to see that. I think Bailey Bailey deserves the belt also. I mean, I'm 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 torn, man, because as much as I I I I like what Bailey's doing, um. I'm I'm Charlotte Flair, man, all the way. I love Charlotte. I love the Flair legacy. I love the Flair family line. Um, to me, like I'm just I'm watching a, a new version of of Rick in the ring when I see her. Honestly, it it, it's, it carries that for me at least, just for me. Um, I want I I I I'm fine with either outcome. Really, I'm fine with either outcome. If it happens for Bailey, I'm all for it. I'm happy for. It. If Charlotte retains it. I'm still happy. So either way, it's a win-win for me. Yeah, no, I feel you on that for sure. Um, I'm just like, like Charlotte, to me, when she first won the belt, I was not happy with it. Mm-hmm. Lately, I think she's been doing 100 times better. Once she like basically told her dad off and has started her own new flair establishment, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've liked her a lot better. So she's Oscar great. goes to Flair for that one with the tears and everything. Yeah. Remember that? Yes. Yeah, that was good. So, I mean, I'm glad about that. Um, just overall, I think this Rumble is going to be pretty good. I think it's going to be very unpredictable. Yeah. Because you have Lesnar, you have Goldberg, you have Undertaker. Then you have Braun Strowman, who they've been building the crap out of. Yeah. You know, you have. I mean, Finally, is, they needed yeah. to because he was just dead in the water, man. He All he was was a, a, a big body, mm-hmm. he wasn't doing anything. Well, and it's just like. And it's, it's, this is a big man rumble. Yeah. Because you have those big guys, then you have the big show. Yep. You're going to have big cats. You're going to have Rusev. We were smaller big guys, but still considered big guys. Um, I would love to see 
the ring break. They won't do it because it's a rumble, but I think that would be kind of funny. They yeah. do the throwback to Big Show Lesnar when they broke the ring. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember that. I remember that. Uh, CBS Sports has posted their predictions on what they think is going to happen tonight. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah. For uh, the Sasha Banks, Nia Jax kickoff show, uh, they are predicting that Nia Jax is going to win. Um, maybe a little bit of Sasha Banks putting her over. That might giving yeah. her something because she needs something. That that might have already happened too. We should jump on WB.com a bit and see. Oh yeah. Well, hey, if you're watching you're not listening to this if you're watching the Rumble. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh let's see. Uh tag team champion Raw, uh Cesaro and Sheamus versus Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson. Uh they are predicting that Gall- Gallows and Anderson are gonna be winners. They need um, to win. I, I, dude, I, you're right. We talked about this. They need to win so that Enzo and Cass can take it from them and be plus, the champs like they need to be. Plus, the club's lo- losing stream. They had such a great opportunity with the club, and they've done nothing with them. Right, right. They had what they have with them is something so good. They need to use it. You're right. They yep. really, really do. They're wasting them. Uh, Becky Lynch, Nikki Bella, and Naomi versus Alexa Bliss, Mickey James, and Natalia. The prediction is Alexa Bliss, Mickey James, and Natalia for the I win. I agree with that. That's why I have going down too. I do too. I it's, do too. Alexa Bliss is on fire right now. Yeah, I mean, and it makes fire. sense too. You can't have Mickey James come back, do the whole, you know, where is my? Why aren't you loving me? Right. Where is my appreciation for what I did when I wrestled here? Right, and then lose the pay per view. Right. You know. No, you're right. You're right. Uh, Cruiserweight Championship: Rich Swan versus Neville. Uh, they are predicting that Neville wins the title, and I'm I'm with that, dude. Neville's deserves it. Yeah, really. Uh, women's championship: Charlotte Flair versus Bailey. They are predicting that Charlotte Flair retains the title. I'm hoping for Bailey, but this is a good chance. I, like I said, win win for me, man. I like well, both of them. Yeah, and Charlotte has the undefeated pay per view streak going on. So, uh, world champion AJ Styles versus John Cena. Their prediction. John Cena winning the title. I don't see that. I'm going with AJ. I'm going with AJ, AJ Styles. I'm sticking with the phenomenal one. I don't see John Cena coming back as champion and being that big of a part in SmackDown. I don't see that anymore. I mean, if he wins it, he's only going to have it to Elimination Chamber. Right. But it makes more sense for it keep let AJ have it and let AJ lose Elimination Chamber. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, I, I, I think it would make... You're right. I think it makes way more sense for AJ to keep it. Yeah. Way more sense. Like... I'm kind of over the whole John Cena thing anyway, dude. There's kind of like I'm over the whole I Roman want, Reigns well, thing. I think you've spoon-fed us this shit down our throat for so long. Like, I don't want it anymore. Well, and, and I think... I don't want to see you. <laughs> honestly, I think Cena needs to go back to Raw. Raw needs Cena way more than SmackDown, SmackDown needs does, him. yes. SmackDown's great without him. Yes. Raw... WWE is great without him. When he doesn't show up, I don't miss him. I don't miss him at all. I mean, they need to turn him. They need to turn him heel. He needs to have his Hogan. Give him heel and he'll be okay. Yeah, give him heel and he'll be okay. Now, I'm not saying the guy isn't talented, and I'm not saying that he doesn't have something to offer. Like when he's starting shit between people, that that's some funny stuff right there, man. He's like, "Oh, you're gonna let him talk about you like that, bro? You're gonna let?" I mean, come on, like that. That was that was some funny stuff. But as far as like just him in the storyline, man, like. I'm 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 over it. I'm over it. I don't I don't care anymore. Uh Universal Championship Kevin Owens versus Roman Reigns. No disqualification match. They are predicting that Kevin Owens retains the title. 
for this. That's why I want. Oh my god, I want to. Please, I don't want. Please. I want Roman Reigns to just make this dude give, make him heal, make him give him a purpose instead of just this, you know, whatever the hell he is. This guy that just comes out constantly booed every night by massive crowds. Every Monday he's booed. Everybody he, hates this dude, and it's not getting better. They, they took the U.S. title from him too soon. Yeah. They they had a chance for him to kind of rebuild himself and reconnect to the fans as U.S. champion, and they didn't do it. Yeah, man, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, as far as the actual Royal Rumble, their predictions, Samoa Joe is the surprise entrant, and The Undertaker eliminates Randy Orton or Dean Ambrose to win. So they're predicting that Undertaker takes this. He he's going to be the the winner of the Rumble. Uh, I prefer it to go to somebody else. Yeah, really. I mean, Undertaker's had his time. The fact that he's in there and maybe him versus Dean Ambrose or Randy Orton and they win, like then that would be great. You know, let like let him stay till the last two. Let him be one of the last two. I'm all for that. But don't let him take it. Dude. So, so one of the matches that are rumored for WrestleMania is Roman Reigns versus Undertaker. And so, if you have Roman beat Owens tonight, Undertaker wins the Rumble. Your WrestleMania match is going to be those two. That's true. So that's true. I don't know. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see Roman main event anything. I'm just, I just have such a distaste in my mouth, and it really just pulls me from the entire. The entire WWE world, when they keep just shoving him in the spotlight for these things that, frankly, no one cares. Nobody cares. It's not interesting anymore. He's not interesting anymore. Yeah. But that's all I got. Do you got anything else you want to throw in on that? Um. Yeah. I mean, I know it won't happen, but I would love to see Kenny Omega show up. <laughs> <laughs> I know, and I'm really hoping Kurt Angle will show up. Um, that's my two biggest hopes. And Jericho wins. Please, please, please let Jericho win the Rumble. Yeah, he's give us the, he's the never gift won the of Rumble Jericho, before. please, man. And after, after <laughs> WrestleMania, he's not going to be wrestling much for them because Fozzie has a new album coming out. He's going to go on tour and stuff. So right, right, I right. He's got really stuff to do. Yeah, he has something to do that. All right. All right, everybody. Thank you very, very much for listening. We do appreciate it. Uh, again, huge announcement for us. The Lexington Comic Con. We are hosting the Power Rangers movie discussion panel happening Saturday at 5 p.m. More info to come as far as what panel room that will be in. It was just approved today, so we are very excited. And you are the first to hear about it. Uh, we got anything else? What, 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 do we, uh, what are we doing next week? Anything special that we know about yet? Not that I can think of. No? All right, we'll yeah. just we'll wing we'll, it. We'll figure something we'll out. We'll figure sure. something out, but we'll have a good show for you next week, too. <laughs> All right, until next week, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. That's a show. Where's Norm? That was so lame. We need Norm. Thank you for listening to the Ninja Starship with Jimmy McKnight, your source for the best and weirdest highlights in pop culture, sports, entertainment, and America. Visit ninjastarpod.com to email the show. Ninja Starpod on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. Available on iTunes, Podbean, Google Play, SoundCloud, or your favorite podcast listening app. If you listen on iTunes, make sure to click subscribe so you never miss an episode. And make sure to leave an iTunes review because we love hearing from you. Yes, all of you.
This show is a proud member of the Podcast Detroit Network, the Points of Interest Podcast Network, the Wicked Radio Network, and the Tangent Bound Network. All episodes are sponsored by the Falling Down Beer Company, Source Point Press, and TMNT Box. Go to ninjastarpod.com for more information on killer deals from our sponsors.